Experience God's encounter with Pastor George Zunwa as he takes you through the Word of God. We believe that the gospel is good news and that God's principle empowers men to fulfill their destiny. For more inquiries, call 0702-5950 or 0702-5951. Jesus exceeds expectation. We are in our series, Man of God Help, our marriage intervention series. And don't forget the four guiding thoughts of this series for this year. Number one, we say that no one can successfully do life alone. He said it's not good that a man should be alone. So you can't do life alone successfully. It's not possible. When you walk alone, you walk a lonely path. And it's the people you meet on the journey of destiny that make your life. Even though some can make your life also. But don't walk alone. Second thing is that not every two good things go well together. Amen. I told you salt is good and tea is good. You don't put salt in tea. They're good. They don't go together. Remember in those days, I think they still do it now. You get children a toy that is a, a puzzle. You pick some figures and you're putting it into different holes in the toy, right? You notice that sometimes you see a particular thing that looks like it can fit into a particular space. And you are putting it there and find out it's not fitting. And sometimes we try to force it. Now, a true fit and a forced fit are not the same. There's something that is meant to be there. But because this one looks like what can enter there, you're forcing it to enter. Don't force fit yourself into a relationship that is not yours. And then we said, number three, God only guides people who reverence him. If you are trusting God for his own, for your own, ask him to guide you. But for him to guide you, you've got to reverence him. God is the answer. You have questions. God doesn't have answer. He is the answer. Approach him. He can guide you. And the fourth premise on which you are building is that great marriages come by wisdom and intentionality. Now, there are four key joys of marriage. Four major joys of marriage. The first one is the joy of finding love. When a man or a woman finds love, you blossom like a flower. You smile even when there's nothing to smile. You see a chicken pass and you say good morning with a smile. It's just that somebody has touched your heart with love. The second one is the joy of the union. When you come together. How many of you know that young ladies dream so much about their wedding day? They keep thinking about it. Keep wishing it was going to be powerful. It's a joyful day for them. And a reflective day for the man. So then, the sense of I have a home now. This is my own. It's joyful. The third joy of marriage is a joy of fruitfulness. The day you find out you are pregnant. Or the day you are carrying a baby as a man that came from your wife and said, Kai, that's my child. It's a joy. And you have that joy. The fourth one is the joy of posterity. Can you imagine Harry's mom sitting on the stands over there watching the daughter being sworn in as the first female vice president of the United States? You can't take that feeling away. 
May you see greatness in your children. It's a joy. I mean, many of you have gone to your children's graduation. You are laughing more than them. You feel fulfilled. Today we are focusing on the last one. With the topic, help me raise breakthrough children. Yes, we must have breakthrough children. Psalm 127 from verse 3. Psalm 127 from verse 3. Lord, children are an heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man. So are children of the youth. The next verse. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed. You won't be ashamed. But they shall speak with the enemies at the gate. Brothers and sisters, children are a divine trust. God just trusted you with a bundle of potential and asked you to process that potential and make that a full functional human being. There's no bigger trust than that. Parenting is a very tasking responsibility. To process this tiny destiny maker and prepare him or her to face the world. That's what parenting is all about. And I've told you there are no perfect parents. And if you are trying to be one, you can't be. You only frustrate yourself. But there can be people's parents. And parents who parent priority. Who look at what matters and parent that. While feeding them and caring for them. They are priority parents. What's the purpose you must put to your parenting? You want to raise children that have godly character. You want to plant positive identity in your children. That's what you should do as a parent. Isaiah 54 verse 13. The Bible said, And all your children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the shalom. The prosperity, the peace, the wholeness of your children. That will be your testimony. But the other side of it is true. When you are a sleeping parent, we are not a good watchman. The devil can destroy the destiny of your children. In Matthew 13 from verse 24. The Bible said a man planted good seeds and went to bed. And his enemy came and sowed tars. And the tars began to destroy the lives of their children. It's difficult to parent long distance. It's difficult to parent without being available. That's why divorce is a challenging thing. It's difficult to parent when you can watch over them. Enemy can sow seeds you are not aware of. But anything Satan has sowed in any family here, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Now there are five areas that parents are asking for help with raising children. The first one is how to help children build character. Second one is how to help develop spirituality in their children. Third one is how to recover compromised children. Fourth one is how to give children the wings to fly. They need to take their world. How do I make them give them the wings to fly? And the fifth one is how to empower creativity in their children. How do you recover compromised children? Brothers and sisters, do you know it's possible to be the best parent on earth and still have children that are compromised? If you, have, if you doubt me, ask God. God was the father of Adam. How far? Read your Bible. Now the Bible says, and God was the father of Adam. It's written in the Bible. 
and another master. If master. So, anyone remember Samuel? Samuel was so perfect. Samuel could say, anybody accuse me of anything, stand up. Samuel lifted his hand when people were angry with him and heaven turned out. Not one thing. The Bible said not one word he spoke fell to the ground. And when someone was about to die, the whole Israel gathered and I said, your children are evil children. They can't take over your priesthood and prophet. As great as he was, nothing. So it's possible. Are you with me? But the joy of it is this too, that there is hope at the end. Is a train up a child in the way he will go. When he is old, even if he departed when he's young, when he's old, he will come back. I declare over you anybody struggling with their children that are returning. But people can be compromised. What are compromised children? I'm talking about children that are violated. Somebody abuse them. Children that can be under oppression, demonic attacks of some kind. Sometimes children are initiated into one thing or another when the parents are not there. Some children also have addictions. Two years ago, we did our program in Uniport, Choba campus of the church. We used Uniport. And then I made an altar call for addicted young people. You're addicted to anything. More than 250 young people came out. Remember the young girl that gave a testimony here some time ago? She was addicted to Trimadol. And the mother and father are Christians and they never found out. From the campus, he got addicted. Addicted children. Then some children have character issues. And some other children have become sexually active from 13, 15, 16. Those are compromised children. And many of them are our children. Your daughter is 13. She has slept with seven boys. Compromised children. And all you do is help them do abortions because their lives are messed up. You don't want her getting pregnant at 14. So what you don't believe in, you start doing it. So we're talking about help us recover this. The first thing about recovering compromised children is to take notice. It begins with an open relationship where your child can actually approach you and say, look at what I'm going through. And I believe that's one of the best things that can happen in family if your children can actually come to you and talk to you. Apart from them coming to you, you must also be observant. Observation matters. You should be able to know something is going wrong. Something is going wrong. And then when there are reports about your children, also notice from the school, my child is fighting in school. Don't get angry and just start slap the child. Because angry and slapping him is reinforcing his fighting ability. You have not asked what is making him angry. My child is no longer concentrating at school. His scores are coming down. Why? Those reports help you to make, take notice. And you can easily see signs of trouble. For example, your child is becoming unnecessarily very anxious. Every time, anxiety, panic. Or your child has become very aggressive. Then something is going on wrong with him or her. Or the child is becoming very depressed. Every time he's moody. Every time something is going wrong. There's something happening you are not noticing. Mood swings, mood swings, mood swings. Your daughter may be going through an abuse. 
A young child, he's, she's chatting at 13. Could be mistreating him and uh, bullying him. Bully her. You gave her a phone. There's something that's going on you don't notice. Because our children now mature quicker than when we were children. Isolation. Your daughter just wants to be left alone. Rock up in the room. Something is going on. Rebellion. Open rebellion. Now your son is talking back at you. And he runs and carries up. Something is going on. Even from 11, from 9, when you notice these things, know that there's a compromise happening somewhere. And then find out, not with anger and aggression and shouting and screaming, but with a calmness of mind by sitting down and making yourself a human being so their child can open up. And if you ask the first time, don't expect the child to open up the first time. Ask again. And each time, mellow down the more. Not getting angry the more. What is wrong with you? What is wrong? You can't tell me what is wrong. No, that doesn't work. You only make him go back into his shell. Doesn't work. Screaming and shouting may be the way they raised you, but it's not the way to raise children. And the beginning of the recovery of compromised children is strengthening your relationship with them. The beginning of recovering them is you strengthen your relationship with them. If you can do that, you can recover them. Love them unconditionally. In your mind, their value must be sacred. You know, a lot of people like to write people off. You know, there's something we have done here before. I'm having this uh, morning now. If you take this now and squeeze it, and spit on it. And pour bad tomato on it. It becomes 500 naira. Is it not so? Huh? What is it? Is it 1,000 naira? So the stain on it didn't reduce the value. Eh? The squeezing didn't reduce the value. The spit on it doesn't reduce the value. Learn to value people. People's values don't reduce because of problem. People's value don't reduce because they sinned. It doesn't reduce because they did the wrong thing. Can you lift your hand? May the value of your children be sacred. So stay valuing them. But again, when you notice a problem at home, never deny the problem. Never. Never make excuses for them. No, your child is becoming a tyrant. Throwing temper tantrums, breaking things, and all that. Your daughter is becoming promiscuous. Somebody is reporting. The way your daughter is moving. Don't, please, act as if it's wrong. It's, it's the right thing. No. Never surrender also to that negative reality. Don't say that's how my child behaves. Fight to recover your child. Have you met parents before that the moment you reported something about their child to them, they got angry with you? Huh? It happens here in church. Whatever you tell the parent, there's this thing, there's this thing. The person gets angry. And you're criticizing my child. You're finding fault with my child. We are trying to help you. The teacher you are shouting at in school is only trying to save your child. If your child is bad, is it my fault? And am I the one to suffer it? The Bible said a child that is bad will bring shame to the mother. I think to the father too. But while we are talking, while you are talking about how to recover your children, the first question is this. 
Are you a healthy model for your children to follow? Because don't tell your children not to be addicts when you are addicted. You smoke. You drink. You shout at your wife. You slap her. And you are trying to raise children who are not going to be aggressive and bullies and steal. It doesn't happen. You come back late in the night. You have no respect for anything going on in the house. Your children always see you angry, 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 angry. You are the one driving them to rebellion. There is no Christianity in you for them to see. All your children are in the hand of housemaids. They've never seen you cook for your husband before. Never seen you do anything that you went out of your way. No, that's not the way. Model for them something to follow. So be a healthy role model for them to follow. Everything reproduces after its own kind. But when you see a negative pattern in your children, get as much information as you can get concerning that issue. Don't handle it with illiteracy. Don't handle it with emotion. Get information. My child is becoming promiscuous. My small young boy at 15 is looking at women running around in school, missing class. Get as much information as you can about that problem. Study it. Second thing, get counsel. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. There are many things you think you know to do that you are doing and it's undoing you. There's a way you attack a problem, the problem becomes a monster. There are some things you see in your wife now. There was a way you handle it, that thing becomes a problem that is eternal. There's some things you see in your husband now, the way you handle it. So get counsel, get instruction, get direction from people who have studied that and who survived it. If you have my voice, say yes. But then when you are handling any deviation, any deviance in the character of your children, please have solid determination. So I say solid. solid. Determine this thing can be in my house. Solid determination. You and your wife, both of you must be on the same page and solidly determine my daughter can be a harlot. My son can be a yahoo. Solid determination. Now, apart from solid determination, there must be even temperament. Where we miss it is that we have determination and then our temperament is up and down. So we start shouting and screaming and getting angry and punching the children and we lose everything. Your temperament must be even. Whenever you are handling a serious situation, make up your mind. This is not a shouting, quarreling issue. I'm going to keep calm and I'm going to handle it firmly. And then while you are dealing with that, please remember that love conquers all. So keep your love for that child. Affirm the good in the child while you are dealing with the bad in the child. Your child is good in academics but misbehaving in this area. Affirm the good while handling the bad. And use practical wisdom. Sit down with the child, talk about that, show examples, bring the person to different issues. Don't just say, you can't do this, you can't do this. Use practical wisdom. Let him know why. But beyond wisdom, use spiritual warfare. Fight spiritually. There are character issues unless God helps you, you can't remove them. Take authority. Take authority. Because some of the things that you are seeing in your child is an attack of the devil on the family. 
There's a future in your son that the devil wants to wipe away. Take authority. Don't let it continue. But be patient. In your home, be in charge. Sir, I, unless your wife is a, unless a woman, you're a single parent. Listen, in your home, sir, be in charge. You are the father, be the father. You are the husband, be the husband. You are the head of the home. There is no country being governed by the deputy president. As intelligent as Oshib Banjo is, he's a vice president, not the president. Be firm. I didn't say be arrogant. I didn't say be brash. I didn't say be brute. Be firm. And let there be boundaries in that house. In today's fast-paced world, we all need contacts and mentors on social media for inspiration, motivation, and more. You can connect with Pastor George Izunwa on all his social media handles. Follow him on Facebook at Pastor George Izunwa, Instagram and Twitter at George Izunwa. Connect and let's take the journey of greatness together.